Hello everyone and welcome to All Things View with View Magazine. I am your host, Adrena Martin-Tober, and thank you for tuning in. Visit us online at www.viewmagazine.com. That's V-E-U, and that stands for Visionaries and Entrepreneurs United. We are an online print, a print and online publication that's bi-monthly and based in Atlanta, Georgia. So to learn more about us, visit us online at www.viewmagazine.com. Now today, we're going to be bringing back another guest we just recently had on, Dr. Sheila Williams. And she's going to be speaking more about mental health as it relates to going back to school and speaking to the parents out there and the students as well. So stay tuned. We'll bring her right back. Hello everyone, welcome back to All Things View with View Magazine. And like I told you before, I have another special guest. She was just actually a recent guest with us, Dr. Sheila Williams. And today she's going to be pretty much continuing the conversation about mental health as it relates to going back to school, since that is the time from the world around. So I'll go ahead and bring her in. Hey, Dr. Sheila, how you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Thank you. Okay, and it's so nice to have you again and really to continue this conversation on mental health like we were talking about before. And um, definitely, you know, August, well, pretty much August, the 31st of July was pretty much August, and a lot of people have already started going back to school. So we definitely want to just talk to you today about um, different things that parents can do to help their children as it relates to um, different issues that they experience in school and just their overall mental health. So um, we can go ahead and just jump right into it. So um, as first, first thing that you can give us, what are some, talk, talk to those parents out there that have, um, you know, like younger kids and even high school kids that are going back to school, what are some things that you can tell them and different tips that you can give them to help their children as it relates to really preparing them and getting their mental health in order for school? Okay, great. Thank you. I think that, um, you know, the biggest thing is just to, to keep in mind that even though it's very exciting to always start something new, you know, whether or not they're going to a new school or going to the next grade, uh, it's always important to remember that even though, I mean, we can think about it, even though we're, we're starting maybe a new job or a new position or we start a new business, there is always this excitement, but there's also the nervousness. There's the anxiety of it's new for them. So whether or not it's a new school, it's a new, it's a new school district, it's a new grade, there is the anxiety level that comes with that. And some of that is good, but then some of that can be very stressful. For our kids, so we just want to make sure that we keep that in mind. Even though it's very exciting for them, maybe they got new school clothes. You know, all of that is is great. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but it, it can be very stressful for some for some children. Mm-hmm. So I think that just preparing and uh, you know as much as you can in, in in advance to kind of tell them, you know, what they can kind of expect. You know, if they've had the opportunity to meet their, their new teachers, if you've had the opportunity, hopefully you will, you will, you know, if it's a new school, you've had the opportunity to take them to the new school so they can kind of get used to the environment before they show up on the first day of school. It's always really good as well, um, as I mentioned before, to introduce the child to, the new, to their new teacher, if they have a new teacher or teachers, uh, so that they are familiar with that teacher as well kind of getting them used to if they're going from elementary to middle school 
where they're going to have to go from one class to the next or middle school to high school, which is even more of a bigger transition, you know, just kind of getting them used to going from one class to the next because, as you know, there's not a lot of time between each class. So just navigating through those things can be very, very helpful. I think it's also really important that uh, we keep in mind that, you know, school is not what school used to be 20, 30 years ago. Mm -hmm. School uh, now, you know, (laughs) kids are faced with a lot of things that, um, you know, maybe you and I were not faced with back then. I mean, of course we had stressors and we had pressure, don't get me wrong, from peer Mm -hmm. pressure, but it's taken, you know, it's taken it to a new level now. Mm -hmm. And statistics show that the suicide rate amongst children has uh, drastically increased over the last 15, definitely the last 10 years. Mm. So we see a higher rate of depression um, amongst children. We see a higher rate of suicide amongst children. Uh, and with that, you know, there's, there's there's stress levels that go up. So we, we just have to make sure that we keep the lines of communication open. We um, remain vigilant and as active as possible in knowing who our children um, are associating with. Um, You're going to need to also keep in mind, I mean, even though you want to give them their sense of freedom and their autonomy as they get older and a little bit more mature, um, they're still children, even though they're, you know, 12, 13, 14, 15 years old, Mm -hmm. they are still, they're our children. So I think that it's important to remember that we have to set parameters on their social media Mm -hmm. and Um, you know, what they have access to, you know, you may want to monitor that or occasionally when they're not expecting it, just say, hey, let me see your phone. Exactly. I don't know. Go ahead. I was just saying that's definitely, um, I was just agreeing with you that let you see their phone because you yeah. never know what they might be up to and, you know, catch them off guard sometimes. <laughs> Right, yes, not not even plan it or schedule it or say, hey, tomorrow at 3 o'clock I'm going to look at your phone, just, you know, grab mm-hmm. it in the mm-hmm. middle of Walmart or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, let me take a look at that, you know, because you want to, you know, be cognizant of who your child or your children are communicating with, what sites they're looking at. Um, you know, I've worked with a lot of parents and they weren't even aware of uh, some of the friends or associates their children were communicating with and some of you know some of them were quite older mm-hmm. than, than than their children were and you know then also sometimes um you know children can be uh, pressured or bullied into you know kind of doing things that they would not normally do right. uh, i've worked with a couple of parents where their um you know where their daughters even even some of the sons were were pressured to send inappropriate pictures of themselves you know, so all of these things are things that we have to really stay vigilant about. I mean, you know, your your son or your daughter may not, um, you know, be the child that's going to, you know, voluntarily just send any kind of pictures. Mm-hmm. But when they are pressured or they feel bullied or they feel that, you know, this is something that they have to do, then the pressure is on the child to fit in or if they're afraid. They may or may not, uh, you know, go ahead and send those pictures or whatever it is that, you know, these, these people are trying to get them to do. So you want to, you know, you just want to keep that in mind. I, I 
you know, often work with quite a few parents who say my son or my daughter would never do that. Mm-hmm. And I would agree. They would never do that under normal under normal circumstances. They would not. Right. But when a child is pressured mm-hmm. and bullied or made to feel that, you know, they're going to not fit in or they're going to get beat up or they're going to be mm-hmm. ridiculed or picked on in school, then they may or may not fall into that peer pressure and, and do some of those things. Right. So I think that, um, I don't want to harp on that, but I think that's a really big one because we see a lot of bullying. We see a lot of it. Um, happening with our children in the schools today mm-hmm. so it's something that we do need to keep a conversation about mm-hmm. so be very vigilant about what your child is doing on their phones and, and the friends that they're keeping as well as with social media sites uh, you know keep an eye on that as much as possible mm-hmm. and be uh, very active in the in the school you know um, just because you don't hear from the teacher or the administrators at the school does not mean that you can't contact them or you can't show up unannounced or right. you can't send an email. You, I, you know, I worked in the school system for a very long time, elementary, middle school, high school, college, and university level. Mm-hmm. So I always welcome uh, emails and phone calls and visits from parents because, mm-hmm. you know, we want the parents to be involved. Right. So as an educator and as a as a counselor, as a, as a mental health advocate, um, I see both sides of it. And, you know, as an educator, teachers want to, you know, have the parental involvement. They want parents who want to know, uh, you know, what's going on with my child, you know, how are they doing? Because the reality of it is your child could be doing very well academically, mm-hmm. but socially and emotionally, they may have some um, difficulties. There, right. there may be some challenges there. Mm-hmm. So just because you see the, you know, the progress report or the report card indicating that the child is doing very well academically, mm-hmm. you still want to remain in contact with, with the teachers and the administrators and the guidance counselors to as well kind of see how the child is doing socially and emotionally. So if you have, you know, availability and you're able to, take some time off if you're working, you know, maybe to just go out during your lunch break or even if you're not able to physically go to the school, mm-hmm. send an email, make a phone call right. to find out, hey, how is my child doing? What mm-hmm. is really going on? You know, I never hear anything. I know there's straight A's, straight B's, whatever. But I just want to know, you know, how, how is my son, how is my daughter doing? Right. So those, those are just some of the things that I would really encourage. And and I definitely I want to touch back on the social media, the social social and social media aspect because you know like you said nowadays it's definitely not like how it used to be you know when previous generations were in school because now you know social media people putting at every move and people are on social media as young as like probably ten eleven years old they have Facebook Instagram accounts and you know a lot of people is when it comes to the appearance you know a lot of people they feel like I gotta have the latest. The latest outfits, new 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 shoes, new you know girls, new uh-huh. you know just really impressed uh-huh. the guys, and I think that definitely has an effect on um, mental health as well. You know, if people, if their family, you know, they may not be able to give them all the things that somebody else has, and they may be looking at them, you know, and that definitely has an effect. So I want you to kind of touch on that for a minute. Let's. Um, oh yeah, for sure. You know, we're so focused on, and I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm obviously on social media quite a bit myself, but I think as a society, whether 
it be children, adults, young, old, and everybody in between. Uh, we it's been a shift in our society where we have the technological advances, which is a great thing, don't get me wrong, mm -hmm. but pretty much every child or every other child has a cell phone. Exactly. <laughs> and, um, you know, there's pros and cons to that. I know that when I was teaching, um, you know, it's become addicting. So some of, the, some of my students, they would be on their Facebook page or on social media in class. So mm -hmm. as a teacher, it's very challenging, you know, to um, pry that child away from their cell phone <laughs> because they're constantly on it. If you think about it, you know, when they get out of school or at night, after hopefully after they finish their homework, mm -hmm. I mean, kids are on their phones and they're on social media a lot, mm -hmm. hours throughout mm -hmm. the day. Mm -hmm. So it's a transition for them. If they've been out of school for the summer, and they've been able to use their phone and be on Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat all day, every day, all summer long. Mm -hmm. And now that they're back in school and they're supposed to be paying attention and there's no cell phone use in the classroom, right. that's very difficult for a child. Mm -hmm. And, you know, cell phones are not cheap. So, and of course, they probably have personal information on there. So when a teacher says, give me your, or turn your cell phone off, or give me your cell phone, to the child, that feels very intrusive. That right. feels like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, no, it's my phone. Why do I have to give you my phone? Right. So there's two sides to that. It's my phone. Why do I need to give it to you? And then the other side is, oh, boy, if you look at my phone, there's no telling <laughs> right. what you might see. So, <laughs> so that's the, I mean, those, I mean, that's just the reality. That's why they don't want to give it up. So, mm -hmm. You know, it could be one or other or the both, or both of those reasons. But, um, you know, so that's why sometimes you, you see, I mean, I know that they post a lot of videos of, you know, kids getting into it with teachers because they ask for the cell phone. And that's, I mean, when you break it down, that's the reason why. So the, the child feels like it's a violation. It's an insult. Why are you asking for my own personal property? Mm -hmm. So parents can kind of talk to their child about that, you know, keep their conversation open. If you can kind of wean them off of the cell phone a little bit before school starts, mm -hmm. I think that'll be a big help because right. if they spent their whole summer on that cell phone, it's going to be very difficult for them to go a six, seven, seven and a half, eight hour day at school mm -hmm. not being able to, to Snapchat. So mm -hmm. that's, that's really difficult for them. Mm -hmm. So that's what you, you know, we're um, talking about as far as, you know, the social media. We are very, very, as a society, we're very focused on, you know, uh, if it's a video, how many views does the video get? Mm -hmm. um, how many shares does a, does a video or, uh, or a post get? Right. Uh, how many likes? How many heart? you know, how many reactions do you get? Mm -hmm. You know, how many comments? Right. So it, it's, um, you know, there's a pro and a con to that. So it kind of, if it, if it gets too out of hand, you know, your self-esteem, and your sense of value can be negatively affected if you're not getting enough likes, if you're not getting enough shares, if enough mm -hmm. people are not, you know, reposting whatever it is that the child has posted. So, right. mm -hmm. you know, you just want to really be mindful and cognizant of those things. Sometimes a child, I mean, we just saw it um, recently, I think it was less than two weeks ago, these... Um, children were, um, you know, recording Facebook Live 
uh, a young man that was drowning, and they were laughing. It was in Florida, and they were laughing, and they were saying to him, we're not going to, we're not going to help you, you know, kind of thing. And it was really, really tough. It was really, uh, it was really bad. Wow. <laughs> um, but sad. they were all, oh, I, I don't know if you saw that, but they were all children. And um, obviously to post that live on Facebook is, um, you know, very concerning to, yeah. to put it lightly. But um, mm-hmm. I go back to say if the parents, if um, the parents had, been monitoring or even I say friends your child on Facebook mm-hmm. not necessarily meaning that you have to comment on everything that they like mm-hmm. I mean friend your child on Facebook and follow them on social media mm-hmm. so when you see things that they post um, you should be able to see what your child is posting I'm not saying that you should post and and comment on every little thing because we want them to be children and we want them to experience life as a child right. without being, you know, invasive. But I, I don't see anything wrong with following them and being friends with them on their pages mm-hmm. so that you can see what's going on. Mm-hmm. So when I think about these young, these young men, these young boys who were, uh, you know, watching this man drown and didn't help and didn't call 911 but posted it yeah. on their Facebook Live, had their parents or or some adult, um, you know, parent mm-hmm. or, or parent figure mm-hmm. saw that, I know that they would have, you know, responded. But right. I'm just, you know, I don't know them, and so I don't know the full scenario, but I'm just assuming that they did not have any adult um, of authority, you no know, parent figure or grandparent or aunt or uncle who were uh, Facebook friends with them who saw that because I just don't think that they would have seen that and not responded. Right. Um, so they did not find this this, um, this young man who drowned. They didn't find him for three days. Um, wow. And um, it wasn't because of the children turning themselves, you know, you know, turning it in and saying, hey, we saw this guy drown. It was because somebody else found the body, I believe. So mm, I just think that it's really important that, you know, you monitor the social media um, in every aspect that you possibly can. Right. And, um, you know, although you want to give them their individuality, we still have the responsibility of parenting. Let's mm-hmm. not forget that we still have the responsibility of parenting. So we have to still be involved in every aspect of their lives that's just you know the way that i see it from you know both the mental health aspect as well as a former educator um and just you know a member that's really concerned about our children and the overuse of social media Mm -hmm. and uh you know some of the other stressors that we see that they go through uh in society today okay Wow, that, that's so sad, that whole story. And I actually, I didn't hear about that, but that's sad that that actually happens in our society. And people, you know, and it's a lot, a lot of other instances where people have filmed different things on Facebook Live and just watch stuff. And that's, it's sad that we live in that day and age, but wow, that's, that's crazy. Um, it really is. But I definitely, I want to thank you for coming on again today. And give the people, um, the listeners, your social media information and how they can get in contact with you. Oh, yes, for sure. I'm always happy to be on. Uh, my website is www.drsheiladwilliams.com. Mm-hmm. And, uh, again, it's D R S H E I L A D Williams.com. 
And on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn, it is Dr. Sheila D. Williams. So, um, yeah, so anywhere you can basically uh, type in Dr. Sheila D. Williams, and that will be that will be me. And then also my book is available uh, either directly through my website or you can get it through Amazon, um, Barnes & Noble, or Books a Million or any of the other, um, other booklet outlets. Okay, and then if parents or if anyone just wants to book you for a session, do you do one-on-one sessions on um, talking about mental health and assisting with other people? Um, yes, as a consultant, uh, I will uh, do some coaching, and yes, definitely they can reach me on my website. Um, my information is there, or you can contact my email address is info at drsheiladwilliams.com. Okay, all right, and you gave some very great information, so I'm sure our listeners out there, the parents that have those children that are going back to school, I'm sure they've learned, been able to definitely learn something from you, so thank you for coming on again today, and much success on everything you have going on. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. I I appreciate you having me on, as always. Thank you. All right, well, you have a good day. Bye-bye, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Same to you. All right. Bye-bye.